Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I am your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction that is the progressive left. By refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and of course, now more than ever, freedom. As always, you guys know how to get a hold of me. You can catch me over on the Instagram at Lady Devil Dog USMC, as well as my backup account, which is Conservative Mama Podcast. I still have it up. Um, yeah, I might just leave it alone. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. You can also email me at conservative mama podcast at gmail.com. I do appreciate hearing from you. So uh, if you've been on the fence thinking about it, go ahead. You can throw out a line and I will respond back to you. I admit, if you are contacting me right now on Instagram, I have not been very active on either one of those channels. Um, I am trying to scale back social media just a little bit. It's difficult, I know. But um, you know what? Otherwise, sometimes too much social media makes you crazy. And I am no exception. So today is October 20th. That makes it Wednesday, um, for those of you who care. Um... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We've got some headlines here today that we've got to cover. Um, Why don't we just jump right in, right? I don't know if you remember uh, this woman, um, Catherine Lehman. It's L-H-A-M-O-N. I think that's how you spell it or spell it. Say it. Lehman. Laman. Lehman. La 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 ling dong. I don't know. Um, Mama dimmin ding dong. Whatever that is. stupid. Anyway, uh, vice president, not my vice president, but somebody's vice president, Kamala Harris broke the tie. The Senate was 50, 50, and she confirmed the leftist activist, Catherine Lehman to be the assistant secretary for the civil rights at the U S department of education. Yay. Um, some of you might remember this doofus as being the one who, um, also was, uh, she was in the same exact position under Obama and, um, she was the one responsible for scaling back and I quote the due process for people accused of sexual misconduct. Um, (laughs) that went over really well. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember how many people's lives were destroyed by the believe all women garbage? Yeah. Except now it's going to be all over the place. Um, We already know that Believe All Women doesn't include all women. Thank you, Democrats. So here we go, right? Um, It's more of the same stuff. If you guys hadn't figured it out, um, justice is dead. Um, I know we've talked about it, and I think a lot of you assume that when I say that, it's just hyperbole. It is not hyperbole. It is literally dead. Lady Justice has been stabbed by the Democrats straight to death, and we now have... um, essentially like a two-party system here one for the elites and one for everybody else 
So um, this is not going to bode well for anybody. Now look, I am not saying that sexual misconduct of any kind is acceptable. I'm not saying that, and I don't think I have to explain it to my audience, but I do need to explain it to the doofuses who occasionally tune in and they don't get it, right? She doesn't like this person, so that must make her uh, pro-sexual misconduct. Because, you know, when you only have the IQ of a washcloth, that's all the farther you can think. Good job, guys. It's almost like you skipped critical thinking day. Um, so anyway, what it means is that the people who are accused of this, um, don't get a fair shake. They don't get to defend themselves. They don't get to, um, you know, hear the truth. They don't get to confront their accuser. They don't get any of that. Nope, nope, nope. We're just into the believe all women land. Um, and of course it's not going to apply to all women, um, it's, you know, oh my goodness. Do you think though, before, before we go any further, do you think that, um, they're going to just believe all women? Mm. I wonder where the other 72,000 genders are going to fall. Weird. Weird. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good Lord. This is a debacle. So anyway, anywho, um, you know, this is absolutely going to set us backwards again in the court system, right? So this is, uh, this is from the Federalist, and, um, and I quote, The guidance issued in 2011 and enforced adamantly by Lehman made federal funding contingent upon schools denying due process rights to accused students, denying cross-examination, requiring a, quote, preponderance of, ev- of evidence, end quote, standard over clear and convincing or beyond reasonable doubt standards and defining sexual violence broadly to include rape, sexual assault, sexual battery, and sexual coercion, but with zero definitions. Great. Doesn't that sound great? Doesn't that sound great? If you were accused, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a son and I'm not alone. I'm sure a lot of you out there have a son and I'm bringing up boys because it tends to, uh, hit them hardest, right? Tends to hit them hardest. Uh, so is this what's going to happen? We're, we're just, it's not going to be safe to send your son to school anymore because, you know, he might be labeled as, you know, sexual misconduct, but not be able to defend himself. And of course the school then has to take action because if they don't, uh, if they don't take action the way layman wants them to, they lose federal funding. Ladies and gentlemen, pull your children out of public school. If you can do that, please pull them out of public school. It is a cesspool of awfulness and they're not gaining anything for this. They're not. What This is going to target young men and, and boys um, predominantly. And then who knows with all the 72,000 genders out there, who knows what will, who else, how else this is going to take off. Look. If there is sexual misconduct, then if you, you know, if it's happening, the, the person being accused has the right to defend themselves. Okay. That's how the court of law works. All right. Jeffrey Dahmer 
had the right to defend himself. Ted Bundy had the right to def- de- to uh, defend themselves. All right, they had a right to confront their accusers, even though their accusers were deceased in many cases. And I'm not making light of that. These people were monsters, but they still had the right to defend themselves. Imagine, just imagine, for a moment, the sheer number of times that we have seen, um, you know, young people get put away. Uh, based on, you know, accusations and nothing more. They, they weren't guilty of anything. I'm, I'm thinking of, um, oh, who was the, the trio that they were young kids and, and one I think was, you know, pretty mentally challenged and uh, God, I want to say Murfreesboro, but that isn't it. Ah, this is going to come to me later. Um, do you guys remember who I'm talking about? The three young kids, they were, they were young men um, teenager, I think they were teenagers. Um, and they were accused of a crime that they didn't commit. And it only came out decades after decades after they had been incarcerated, right? They had been coerced into their, into their, um, their, uh, guilty plea and so on and so forth. (sighs) How many lives are going to be ruined because the Democrats are out of control and the Republicans are spineless? How many lives are going to be ruined because of this? You know, due process is important. And again, you know, when they were, when uh, uh, Dana Carvey was after um, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, um, you know, she had a right to stand up there, and, you know, and accuse, but she didn't have any evidence. Even her best friend didn't remember the situation. Everybody said she was a lunatic and her story didn't pan out. None of it added up. There was no evidence of any kind. And yet the feminists were out there screaming, believe all women. Really? So what about Joe Biden's accusers? What about Hunter Biden's accusers? Hmm. Interesting. Not, not those women though. Interesting. Isn't that weird how that, what about Cuomo's accusers? Not those women though. Weird. Weird how that plays out, isn't it? So anyway, we're going back in time in case you guys were um, in any way disillusioned, which I don't think you were, but I think if you were, you know, anybody out there who is disillusioned, you have the last uh, four years of Obama. Yay. Isn't everybody excited? We're just going to execute Obama's Marxist plans and we are well on our way. (sighs) So there's that. Um, And of course, not to be outdone, uh, Virginia... Here's a headline. Virginia Democrats push to ditch witness requirements for absentee ballots as Yunkin gains ground. You don't say. Why do you think the Democrats would want to ditch witness requirements on absentee ballots? Could it be because they're cheating? Hmm. If you don't have anything to hide... What's the harm in having a witness verify the signature? Because, you know, you guys also don't believe in voter ID, but you believe in an ID of every other kind, just not voter ID. No, because then you couldn't cheat at the ballot anymore. Eh, Isn't it sad? How pathetic. But again, the Democrats are just being who the Democrats are. Where are the Republicans? Are there no Republicans in the great state of Virginia? Are there no Republicans? Nobody? 
Nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to challenge this. The Republicans are just sitting by in their big leather chairs, letting it happen because they can't be bothered to stand up for the Constitution or the American people or even their constituents. What do they care? They're getting paid either way, right? Like it's not, there's not a spot on your tax return that you can mark off and say, you know what? My congressional uh, representative has a dirt bag and I refuse to pay their salary. So until further notice, (laughs) you're fired. Nope. If you can find that spot on the tax return, or the tax return, your tax form, please let me know. Maybe you can mark that under other. If my representative fails to represent me, (laughs) I don't have to pay them and my taxes will be waived. Imagine that. Yeah, so of course, you know, once again, the Democrats are out there stealing ballots and elections, which is going to go on and on and on. You know what? I challenged somebody, uh, a friend of mine actually, uh, here the other day because they're like, oh, you know, Ron DeSantis. You know what? Unfortunately, someday, I don't know when, but Ron DeSantis will come up for re-election in the great state of Florida. And what do you think the odds are of the Democrats allowing him to maintain his seat. Now, I'm not saying that Floridians uh, are not going to vote for Ron DeSantis. Heck, 75 million Americans voted for Trump, and yet look what happened. And of course, you know, the most popular president in history has now become the king of memes through uh, Let's Go Brandon, right? Everybody, oh, they must be shouting, Let's Go Brandon. Yeah, that's what they're shouting. Well done, champ. That's what they're shouting. Although, I guess it's like a number one song on TikTok or something. So good for you. (laughs) Well done. But where are the Republicans? I keep asking this question. I keep asking and I keep asking. And yet they're nowhere to be seen. So, um, you know, but of course the Democrats and and their, uh, you know, slobbering mad dog um, media just won't be out. They just will not let things go. They are so sinister and so evil at this point, um, they won't let things go. So here's another headline for you. Condoleezza Rice draws fire for slamming critical race theory and the January 6th, uh, and January 6th obsession on The View. Gee, a black woman doesn't subscribe to critical race theory? What a freaking racist. Who does Condoleezza Rice think she is? Does she not know how oppressed she is? That One of those liberal lunatics on that show better inform her just how oppressed she is. Not only is Condoleezza Rice so oppressed, uh, we need to make sure our children know just how oppressed they are if they're children of color by the white children sitting next to them. I want everybody to know that. Don't you? Don't you guys want that? (laughs) How dare Condoleezza Rice speak out against critical race theory? (laughs) You know, one would think that because the word theory is in there, you could challenge it. But apparently you can't. It doesn't say critical race law. (laughs) Isn't that bizarre? It's almost like believe the science crowd doesn't understand how the scientific method works. But I guess it doesn't apply to such things as critical race theory. It's a theory, meaning you can challenge it until it became a law. Do you ever just think that you're surrounded by complete dumbasses? You just sit here and you're like, 
what is happening? Am I in the matrix? Am I the only one awake? I feel like that sometimes. So yeah, that wasn't a popular position on The View. Of course, uh, you know, the cackling cronies on that show. Does anybody even watch that show? They lost all kinds of credibility like years ago. So <laughs> who watches that? My favorite was when uh, Donald J. Tr- or Donald Trump Jr. got on there and schooled him. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, it, if it were anybody else's day, if it were Joe Biden and I were Hunter Biden, you guys wouldn't ask any of these questions. Oh, <gasps> no. Really? Really? I'm pretty sure you could find Hunter Biden. You might have a hard time finding him on a sober day, but you can probably find him. Um, just saying, you could ask him the hard questions too. But uh, no, we softball everything for the Bidens. You know, you don't want to piss off China, I guess, right? What are they going to do? So anyhow, um, you know, <laughs> it just is frustrating, don't you think? Uh, the Democrats will sit here and yell at us constantly about how Trump supporters are racist and, you know, Democrats will sit there and and point the finger. They're always pointing the finger at everybody else, gaslighting for exactly what they're doing, right? Have you ever met anybody more racist on the planet than a, um, than a leftist, especially a leftist white female have you ever ever met anybody more racist on a on you know it comes to mind pretty quickly uh larry elder getting hit in the head or getting nearly hit in the head by eggs or something um that was thrown by a leftist female white female might i add wearing a gorilla mask gee you don't see uh conservatives doing that so let's just see. So we're staying with the view. Let's see what the article says. Former Republican Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Former Republican Secretary of State. How do you explain critical race theory to a woman who is black, who was the Secretary of State? She's so oppressed by white people. Ah, oh, she was the Secretary of State. That's a pretty powerful position. Uh, anyway. She caught flack over an audition appearance on ABC's The View Wednesday for challenging the left-wing narrative over critical race theory and Democrats' obsession with the January 6th protests. Quote, I thought they didn't teach critical race theory until they went to law school or something, professed Whoopi Goldberg, apparently ignorant of the movement to infect K-12 curriculums with its toxic concepts. Yeah, that's right. You mean Whoopi Goldberg. She... Could she just have stayed an actress? I really liked her in The Sister Act. I liked her in Ghost. I liked her in most everything she did. Now, seriously, you went to The View, you turned into a raging liberal, and not even like the good liberals that use their brains that make things interesting. Ugh, you're just gross. Anyway, uh, and so Condoleezza Rice said, I sure hope not because I'm not certain a, I'm not certain seven-year-olds need to learn it. I'm not certain anybody needs to learn it. Uh, anyway, the ensuing discussion featured what used to be a routine back and forth when former co-host Megan McCain was on the show prior to her August exit as the daytime panelist appeared perplexed at the alternate perspective shared on air. Perplexed. Ladies and gentlemen, they were perplexed. Are you serious? What's so perplexing, Joy Bayer? What's so what's so perplexing, perplexing, Whoopi Goldberg, that they don't share the same idea? A a black woman who was the Secretary of State didn't share 
your concept of how oppressed she is. You've got Whoopi Goldberg sitting there, a successful actress. A success, her, her movies made millions of dollars. Millions of, Ghost was huge. Are you serious? I'm sure she made other ones besides those two, but come on. How are you going to sell this to children, especially black children? How are you going to sell critical race theory while you yourself are successful? It's poison. Yeah, but uh, 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 Trump supporters are racist and uh, conservatives are racist. Hmm. That's weird because we're the ones fighting back against this trash. You don't even have to like trash. You just trash. You don't even have to like Trump. You just have to have a brain. This is garbage. So Condoleezza Rice continues and she says, I grew up in segregated Birmingham, Alabama. I couldn't go to a movie theater or to a restaurant with my parents, Rice explained. I went to a segregate I went to segregated schools until we moved to Denver. My parents never thought I was going to grow up in a world without prejudice, but they also told me that's somebody else's problem, not yours. You're going to overcome it and you're going to be anything you want to be. And that message that I and that's the message that I think we ought to be sending to kids. Well, awesome. Yeah, I think I think I don't know about it being somebody else's problem. Maybe, maybe there's people out there who are going to fight this, and there are other people who are just going to move along in life. So you know, yeah, maybe. Um, but I do love the message that you can be anything you want to be. I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're Asian. I don't care if you're Hispanic or Latino. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're Italian. I don't care if you're Swedish. I don't care if you're Native American. Your ability here in America should be the same as everybody else. Nobody should be taught poison or critical race theory. Oh, let's focus on how oppressed people are and how awful everybody is, right? So that when you grow up into the workforce, you're so victimized, self-victimized, might I add, you're so self-victimized that you see microaggressions everywhere and you can't become a functioning adult. But don't worry, we got big pharma to swoop in and save your sorry ass and give you all kinds of medication so you feel better about yourself. Except that you won't because you're not really sure what's wrong. Rice went on to charge the current environment surrounding discussions on race with attempting to in, indict the indict white Americans with collective guilt. Anyway, I'm sorry. I stumbled over that word. One of the worries that I have about the way we're talking about race is that it either seems to be, or it either seems so big that somehow white people now have to feel guilty for everything that happened in the past, I don't think that's very productive, or black people have to feel disempowered by race, Rice said. I would like black kids to be completely empowered, to know that they are beautiful in their blackness, but in order to do that, I don't have to make white kids feel bad for being white. Bingo! Let's just read that one more time. One of the worries that I have about the way we're talking about race is that it either seems so big that somehow white people now have to feel guilty for everything that happened in the past, I don't think that's very productive, or black people have to feel disempowered by race, Rice said. I would like black kids to be completely empowered to know that they are beautiful in their blackness, but in order to do that, I don't have to make white kids feel bad for being white, end quote beautifully said, beautifully said. Yes, yes, yes. Children should be empowered in their, in themselves. 
They should be empowered because they are here. They are a gift from God. They're here. They're here to do something magical, something, something. Whatever that something is, it doesn't matter if they're black. It doesn't matter if they're Hispanic. It doesn't matter if they're Asian or, or Indian or white. Who cares? The people who focus on race first are the most pathetic amongst us. The people who focus solely on, and especially on the race of children, especially on the race of children, and then you're going to poison the minds of little children so that all they see in their kindergarten class is race? Shame on you. There's a special place in hell for you. Shame on you. These beautiful little kids who, who would play with each other gladly on the playground. Gladly. Gladly. They're just happy for somebody else to play with. And you're going to teach them race and how kids of color should be disempowered. They should feel that the mountain they have to climb is six times higher than anybody else, especially because of the white kid sitting next to them. Who cares what the white kid is going through? Who cares if, if the white kid makes up more of the homeless population? Who cares? Who cares what the demographics are, right? Who cares if the white kid is a foster child being beaten every night and st half starved most of the time? Who cares about that? They're white. Who cares? No. No, no. And I think that's what makes this audience so amazing is because we don't believe that. We believe what Condoleezza Rice said, that these children are beautiful. They're beautiful in their blackness. They're beautiful in their whiteness. They're beautiful in all aspects of who they are. Empower them. Don't disenfranchise them. So, of course, confused Joy Behar had, repeat, had Rice repeat the claim. Of course she's confused. Joy Bay, you're conf could you, seriously? Could you be more, how, how insanely racist is that? You're confused that a black woman said this? I'm confused. It doesn't go with the narrative. I've been told to believe that all black people are, are ignorant and, and, and should be serving people and, 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 you know, are, are disenfranchised. But here's an educated black woman sitting in front of me saying she doesn't agree. I'm so confused. Holy crap, Joy Behar. Maybe you need to step out of the bubble that you live in and join the rest of us in America because it's a beautiful, colorful place. Oh, my God. I've never met anybody who, who would have been... I've never come across anybody in my life that I can think of who would have been confused by what Condoleezza Rice just said. Hey, can you guys think of anybody in your life who would have been confused by Condoleezza Rice's statement that children are beautiful, they're beautiful in their blackness, but in order to do, to teach them to be empowered, they don't have to make white kids or Hispanic kids, or Asian kids, or anybody else feel bad? Didn't you learn that in school growing up? Like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you? Isn't that the golden rule? Didn't, they, didn't somebody teach you that, hopefully in your lifetime, Joy Bear? Didn't anybody teach you that? Wow. Wow. And then they're surprised when we call her racist. Joy Bear, you are a racist. Ding, 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 ding. Surprise. I know it's news to you, but to the rest of us, it's glare. You might as well wear a sign around your neck. Holy crap. Uh, and so she uh, made her repeat the claim. And um, 
Rice continued, I don't have to make white children feel bad about being white. I love how she dumbs it down for this idiot. I don't have to make white kids feel bad about being white. In order to teach and overcome the history of second-class citizenship for black Americans, Rice explained again, again, for the confused kids in the back like Joy Behar, I don't need to make kids feel bad about their color. Do you get it? Uh, as the panel erupted in crosstalk because, you know, Condoleezza Rice just lit that thing on fire with that. Can you imagine? That's what lit him on fire? <gasps> Co-host Sarah Haynes, oh, can you believe it? We share a name. It's even spelled the same. Offered examples of California elementary schools instructing students to rank their privilege while accelerated courses for the academically gifted are erased in the name of equity. Equity, isn't that cute? I mean, we would love the idea that everybody starts at the same starting line. That would be great. I fully subscribe to that. Everybody should be allowed to start at the same starting line, but nobody wants equality of outcome, and that's what equity teaches. Everybody gets a participation trophy, and then when they get to the workforce, they can't understand why they can't just have the Maserati right away. Do you have any experience? Absolutely not. Well, we're looking to fill the master's level position here. I've never done this before. But I need this $700,000 house with the granite kitchen as my starter home. Okay, participation trophy. Here you go. Everybody wins. No, not everybody wins. And no, we don't want that. Uh, it's happening across the country, Haynes said. Goldberg responded by regurgitating the false claim that opponents of race-based curriculum seek to erase history lessons from the classroom. If history is going to be taught, the whole idea of teaching history is so we don't repeat it. Yeah, except history isn't being taught, you fool. That's why you're tearing down uh, statues of Columbus. That's why you're cheering on tearing down statues of General Lee and why some of you threw paint all over the 54th Massachusetts, the only statues for black soldiers that I'm aware of. The 54th Massachusetts, yeah, the first black regiment. I'm sure there were statues of other black soldiers. I don't know, but this is the one that calls to mind. <sighs> yeah, the first black regiment. Awesome job. Awesome job, Whoopi. Oh, they're teaching them history. Nah, they're not, because otherwise you wouldn't have these idiot activists tearing these things down. Oh, they're racist. Uh. Anyway, so uh, here we are. And if we were actually teaching history, which we're not, but if we were actually teaching history, then um, we would know pretty simply that uh, 1938, uh, 38, 39, and 1940 are back loud and clear in our faces. Okay, that's my cue. I hope you guys are having a wonderful stress-free week. And, uh, you know, we will talk to you again on Funday Friday. Love and God bless. And as always, stay deplorable patriots. Thank you for tuning in.